Welcome to From the Back Tees, a podcast where we tee it up from the back every week. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the From the Back Tees podcast, a podcast that is always from the back tees. I'm Jerry. I'm Zach. And I'm Nolan. And fellas, welcome to a new year, 2020. The Hawaii tournaments are going on. It's the most wonderful time. I can't sing. Guys, new year, new me. Hello. <laughs> Wait, no, Zach. No, hold on a second. Zach said new year, new me. What are you doing? You nah, same me. Sadly. Oh, same, uh, Nothing has changed. Just one well, that, older. That's true. You are where, you know what? This is the only time I, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for all of those of you listening at home or in your vehicles of choice or on your commute, Zach is wearing the same hat I see him always wear. And it's a, uh, it's a privilege much like the golden P that is on his hat for the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's very nice. But, I mean, we can't represent uh, – well, is that your team, Zach? I mean, I feel like nope. we talked about that time ago. I just, like the, I just like the color scheme, to be honest. God, you're such a maven. You're such a fashion maven. Well, you know, our expos are gone, so. So there's more meaning. There's more meaning. Nolan. I have no doing? team. Was, Nolan, how was your holiday? Oh, it was wonderful. Got to see a lot of the family. Got to – you know, have a lot of fun. Took some time off work, so that's always nice. And um, what? Well, if we're on baseball, the Yankees picked up Garrett Cole, so that was pretty righteous. True. It's, I was gonna say there's an awkward silence, but yeah. And the Red Sox had a cheating scandal. Everything's looking up for you guys. Yeah. 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 The uh, the the AL East is shaking up. Yeah, the hammer is gonna come down on Houston and Boston, and it's just gonna be. The Yankees standing up top. And so. the Orioles. This is the oh, Orioles' wow. year. Well, Jesus, Pete, fellas, uh, I just want to get, uh, get it done right off the top that we are brought to you by Sports Travel Radio Podcast Network. They got tons of great podcasts for God knows how many subjects. Because like I said, I listen to the most podcasts out of anybody I know, and they still put out stuff that I don't listen to. That being said... We're also brought to you guys by, we have a new sponsor. I'm kind of breaking this to Nolan and Zach a little bit. It's not official, but we're going to start a great new sponsorship with Gorse Golf. I've talked to you guys about uh, him before. My boy Crazy, a caddy friend of mine, had a band of dunes. Zach thinks uh, that name is uh, too crazy for all of us. Crazy. He He makes gourmet head covers. Ever since we had Seamus come out of band of dunes, and now we have $100 head covers well, guess what? He makes head covers that are twice as beautiful at half the price. I don't have a blurb from him and his wife yet. They have a wonderful company. It's Gorse Golf. G-O-R-S-E space golf. Go find them on Google. The website is gorsegolf.com. Go look at them. We're going to be doing a head cover giveaway soon one of these months. It's, it, it might be February, one of the short months, even though this is a leap year, folks. But it is going to be one of these months. We're going to have one of those secret codes that you have to listen to 30 minutes of the podcast to hear the secret word TARP or something like that. And next thing you know, we uh, if you uh, direct message us on Twitter or, or email us or whatever, you can uh, be entered in to win a Gorse Golf 
head cover. And I swear to God, those head covers, this is just me speaking. I don't own a single one of them, Zach or Nolan, because I don't know if you guys have seen the website. I've seen these things with my own eyes. I can't pick any out. I don't like head covers. I'm not a head cover guy. I'm a caddy. I like less weight on the bag, even if it's a head cover. Fuck, every ounce counts. It, it down to the bone. And he has so many nice head covers, I can't pick one amongst them. He's got a picture of Face Rock with the sunset. He does custom work that's actually, he's going down more of the custom line. So ultimately, Gorse Golf is going to be one of our, you know what, even if it's not an official sponsor, it's going to be our perennial flagship sponsor as far as I'm goddamn concerned. So Gorse Golf, we love you guys. And be sure to email if you want to send questions into the podcast in the email fashion at ftbtpodquestions at gmail.com. That's ftbtpodquestions at gmail.com. And be sure to say hi to the NSA for all of us. And fellas, what, what real, before we get into 2020, because we're already into it, what were our best stuff about 2019? Best thoughts, best memories, best anything. I'm going to start with Zach. Uh, I feel like I cannot steal it from Nolan, but it has to be Tiger winning. We can just talk about it twice, Zach. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, but, but, just, but real quick, Zach, if you had anything else to pick, just anything else, because obviously we're going to talk about Tiger for a moment. Uh, is there anything else you got? I don't know. You know what? Our fight with Peter Kessler. That was a great time. Great. You know that, that, I miss it. I miss the guy. Peter, well, come it, on the pod. Well, you you miss him because he, he's, for the record, folks, uh, Peter Kessler has made up with all of us by unblocking all of us or got the right agent or manager, and uh, he still not unblocked Zachary Petzer. So no. that being said, Sorry, it wasn't cutting out. I was just having a Rick and Morty situation where I hiccup a lot during speech because I drink too much. Uh, Peter Kessler's back on the up and up, except Zach has to create ghost accounts to see what Kessler's talking about. I just want this guy back in my life. That's all I'm asking for. Why? Yo, you want the bee, you want the bees back in the living room. Why? I love that guy. No I, more questions. Move look, on to Nolan. I love you, but come on. Yeah, exactly. Imagine I blocked you on Twitter. <laughs> That's how I feel with Peter Kessler. Okay, okay. All right. Nolan? Oh, yeah. Well, I think it, go- it goes without being said that the greatest moment of 2019 was Tiger's Masters victory. Oh, my gosh. I'm just reminiscing so hard. Nolan, if I were to give you 45 seconds to catch, like, let's just pretend – the very first podcast listener and golf fan ever were just listening right now. Why is Tiger's win so important right now? His kids don't even know about his other uh, 14 majors. Why was number 15 so big this year or last, last year? Well, yeah, we can start right there. His kids never even really got to experience what Tiger Woods, the golfer was. Um, So this gave them a taste of that and, how crazy the entire world goes for watching Tiger play. And, um, I mean, we saw we saw his worldwide reach again at the Zozo Championship. Oh. Where first, it, I mean, if, if I may interject real quick, first tournament in Japan, which we didn't realize in a long, ever in a long time and or above, that being said, and then Tiger wins it. Tiger's already like Elvis over there. 
and, and then he wins a golf tournament over there. I, I, he already was on a deity status probably in Japan already, and then he wins that tournament. I mean, whew, I, that's Nolan. That's always one of my favorite lines of conversation with you is the uh, the Zozo win with Tiger. I mean, and then then what it could amount to to possibly the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Very true. Olympics being in Tokyo in twenty twenty. Another great reason to love the year 2020 um but it's just it's it's wild that tiger just every single time there's a a you know a storybook written or a a disney you know plot written out and he somehow makes it happen and it's just like how do, how does he continually do this and it just well, amazing see- I'm I'm totally with you. We need we need Tiger to double up on his wins or his majors per se because I feel like we suffered per se a dark ages for ten years between Tiger's wins because we had lots of guys winning, nobody too dominant. I mean, hell, Rory won five majors and got finally got on the cover of a video game that doesn't exist anymore, and and that's the best we could do. But needless to say, with Tiger back in the mix, I can't count him out of anything. And nope. and if Tiger wants to be in it, that's why. Oh God, that's why I like Tiger for for the Olympics so much. Is if anybody up there with Michael Jordan, if anybody dials it up in the moment, who wants to win it when they want to win it, it's Tiger Woods. And we saw it. I will say his most convincing display of that was his Masters victory last year. It was a hundred percent when I when he was hitting his tee shot on seventeen, how and sixteen, how automatic he was. It was. It was already in the bag where it's like, oh, my God, this guy doesn't have a full-blown lead, and he's acting like it because he's on such GD autopilot. This is so beautiful, just so rhythmic Tiger that we all love so much. Yeah, and you, you could tell yeah. you could tell in, the, in like, the PGA and the, U, in the British Open the year before, he wasn't quite there yet. He hadn't – He was pressing. Yeah, he, he was kind of struggling with that moment, and then – it planted even more doubt in people's heads and then comes back in the first major of the year. And it, he looks like exactly who he's always been, just the guy who's – and it was his first time ever not leading, going into Sunday and winning a major championship. It's like, how can he still be doing things that he's never done before? It's incredible. I- that definitely speaks to his resume where all his victories have been so dominant or he's already been in the lead. I mean, I, one of my favorites of tiger. I mean, I know this is like ancient, ancient news, but his 2000 uh, PGA championship, his playoff against Bob may at Valhalla. I mean, he was in the middle of his little tiger slam and all of a sudden Bob, nobody knows who I am. May steps right up and has a, what what was it for the PGA championship? It was a three hole playoff. Mm. And, on their three-hole playoff, on holes two and three of the playoff, nothing happened. But on the first hole, that was the hole where Tiger did the running with the finger in the, into the whole thing exactly, yeah, yeah. and he and he got momentum for that. And even Bob looked at his caddy and said, "What? Who the hell is this guy pointing at his putts going into the hole or whatever?" I mean, this yeah. right place, right time. But I mean, that being said, I don't know. And this will come up in our Twitter questions later because we got a ton of them, Zach. Uh, like, there's a lot of young guns out there who can just any one of them can come up and challenge Tiger Woods, but. Um, I don't know. Do we have? Well, what's we... your story? What's your best moment of 2019? Who me? Yeah, you. Who you? 
I don't mean to sound nostalgic because I'm not one of those people and nostalgia takes time, but I would say just given how Zach, your website has grown and how our podcast has grown just from me being a fan of podcasts and a fan of golf and just meeting you at the right exact perfect time and, uh, and you wanting to do a podcast and me saying, hell yeah. And then you sending me a microphone in the mail, I would say my favorite moments of, uh, 2019 were the early parts of the year where like in January, February, where it was just when, when you told me after like two months of us, me being with you, you said, Oh, Hey, by the way, it's just you and me running the website. I'm just like, oh, what? <laughs> now we got like 10 of us. Oh, that, oh that, but the beauty, beautiful thing is because my whole shtick as everybody knows, knows is I'm not a writer and I'm not good at writing because I have no formal experience, but I'm finding my own way, blah, blah, blah. We've all heard it before. But at the time, I was trying to like paint Zach some oil paintings that were just like every Monday morning that were like quasi DFS predictions or something. Like, oh, go back to our uh, Sony Open, uh, the, my Sony Open picks last year. I, I, I didn't pick Matt Kuchar to win, but I picked him to like take top three or something. But needless to say, what I enjoyed was the um, the initial groundwork things that I don't even remember when our first podcast was exactly. I know when the first month was when we started, but ultimately given how much gravity and traction that we've gotten, I feel like our new year's podcast should be our Thanksgiving podcast. Like what do we reminiscent on? What are we thankful for? And what do we remember? And what do we want to grow upon? Because as we, I, I want this to become something bigger. We all, we all do, but at the same time, it becomes bigger without us thinking about it sometimes. It's, that's what, that's what the fun thing is folks about gardening for Christ's sakes is you don't look at it for a couple of days. The next thing you Jerry, go back and like, oh, look, what's wrong? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's pretty moist out here in Oregon. You can start no, a gardening podcast. I do have hey, a, succ- stop it. <clears throat> I, do, I do have a succulent plant that I've kept alive for almost like a year now at my work desk. So see tiger or you who, who accomplished more this year? <laughs> Nolan, you just said you had a succulent plant live for a year. That you can have it live for five years without even like touching it or looking at it, <laughs> watering it. That's how succulents go, dog. I didn't even tell you the full truth. It's it's a cactus succulent plant, so that thing ain't never dying. <laughs> also, like it is dead. Somehow he found a way to kill it. Eh, well, well, needless to say, needless to say, um, let, as we're rolling into 2020 here, <clears throat> lack of a segue. Um, Justin Thomas won in Kapalua, the Tournament of Champions, uh, brought to you by Sentry. Yes, sir. Uh, what did you guys? Uh, since we didn't talk, did you guys have any picks? What were your oh, thoughts before I, that tournament? I oh. do realize something. We must go back. You know how none of us have predicted anything right all year. Yes, I predicted the President's Cup spot on. Oh, would win or what? The exact score. Oh, I think he did. I, I tweeted them. it out once, and this oh, might be the sad I part. I I'm didn't so- even remember. I tweeted it right. One of our followers quote tweeted it and be like, "These guys got it right." <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. I, I I've been in the muck with some other shit on Twitter right now, and I apologize. But uh... <laughs> that was a highlight. Well, and before we go to 2020, I gotta shout out Tiger Woods. Happy birthday, my friend. 44 years young on uh, the day of uh, December 30th. Um, and I guess no, it's 28th. 
You should huh? change your birthday to December 30th to celebrate with him. <laughs> Zach, you should have seen. I'm oh, sorry, folks at home. You should have seen Nolan's face when I said no, the 28th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was worth it. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> well, did you want to know what I did for his birthday, Jerry? I thought that was uh, one of your questions. Well, I've been, I've been teasing it privately in the public. I do. But it better be, it better be good. So picture this. Well, first off, I tweeted him happy birthday at the exact appropriate time for our relationship. You go too early in the day. You look like, you know, one of those people who are obsessed with him. Um, oh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, go too late, you go too late in the day and you look like you don't even care. So the optimal time for a friendship happy birthday via Twitter is 4.06, you check my Twitter account, 4.06 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Happy birthday, Tiger. Just a very cordial, nice, um, you know, message to him. Do you know where he was on on his birthday? (coughs) Probably just send that home. Was he in, like, Jupiter? Jupiter, Florida, of course, for those who aren't good with geography. Eastern time zone. You sent him happy birthday at seven oh six. The guy's eating dinner. Do you think that's when he wants a birthday message, Nolan? He's he's not eating dinner at ten oh six unless it's cocaine. No, seven. Seven. Wait. Seven oh six. Nolan sent it at four oh six his time. Can you stop hyper hyper analyzing this? Just let it be. <laughs> I don't back down. This is bad news. <laughs> moving moving on. Picture picture this. Dinner ruined. Birthday dinner ruined for Tiger. I'm picturing it. That's how I, I sell it. It's like Thanksgiving 09. He probably got an alert on his phone. It probably like beeped. His family's like, Tiger, turn your phone off. He's like, I, I got a birthday wish. Who's it from? Nolan. Nolan, you see you see what Zach's trying to get out here? Like fanning the flames? Who knows what, what take's going to get hot? Well, he just, I mean, me and Tiger are on a first name basis. That's what he just told me. Um, true. But, Wait, what, what we were? <laughs> What actually went down is I was celebrating an extended Christmas and I so happened to receive many Tiger-centered gifts. I received uh, two Tiger Woods Nike polos. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) I received, speaking of head covers, uh, the Tiger Daphne head cover for my driver. That's typically the only thing I'll... I'll put a head cover on as my driver and my putter. <clears throat> and then uh, lastly, the biography, autobiography by uh, Jeff Benedict, I believe, um, on Tiger Woods. So I got that as well. It was a, it was a very uh, festive birthday for him. And then to cap it all off. Eggs. <clears throat> I, I go into <laughs> a very dark room. I flip open my laptop. There is just a dim light in the room. It's all dark except for the Tiger Woods. Master. The lotion to the right, the, the Kleenex is to the left. Masters <laughs> 2019 victory displayed on my screen as I watch. Sure, probably in the nude in a dark room. <laughs> <laughs> on a beanbag chair. Look, look, it's chilly, dog. You don't have to be in the nude. The beanbag I mean, chair is a nice touch. <laughs> hey, hey! Look, look, look! We don't judge. I, I would, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Well, you didn't, Jerry. He did. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm in Camp Phil, which means I've done it four times already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, I saw your face, Nolan. Yeah, uh, we're weirdos over here in Camp Philip. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. So, yeah, needless, to say, needless to say, we had the Century Tournament of Champions. Justin Thomas seemed to yak up golf and still win the tournament, which I do like the Kapalua tournament. I do, guys. But ultimately, it's – I don't know. I mean, it, it kind of plays a certain way that's different from other tournaments. It's, it's obviously the tournament that you have to win a tournament the year before to get into this venue. So – I mean, I'm not going to, like, poo-poo the venue or the field or anything like that. It's a great course. I've played it. I've stayed on it before. It's uh, it's a marvelous venue. But uh, a lot of uh, – we had a – and we can get to actually a Twitter question real quick right now from our podcast CEO extraordinaire, Ty Childs. He was asking if JT is the player of the year already. And if not, who is? We can talk about that right now real quick. You can follow Ty at tourneyboss.com. I mean, no. On Twitter at TourneyBoss, not dot com. <laughs> not dot com. Is he asking but about twenty twenty? So long as JT's not hurt, I pencil him in for anything in the past five years. What say you guys? Well, is this for twenty twenty? For any? Uh, well, okay. The, uh, we're just getting to a qu- Twitter question quick before we get to the other ones because it's relevant to he won the tournament recently, obviously. So, but I, I tend to not count this tournament just because. You had to win a tournament to get into this one. So it's just Stuart Appleby made a, a living out of winning this tournament over and over for a few years in a row. And that was his only tournament he won just to, you know, still make his millions and still get his trips or whatever. Love the guy. But that being said, oh, and also, Zach, God bless you. We saw from the back, he's donated $200 to the uh, Red Cross down yeah, in Yeah, so I will not be taking credit for it, even though uh, he wants me to be taking credit. Andrew, Andrew Finley, our Dumbo 4 guy. He made the donation. Oh, that's his last name? I got you, Andrew. You're toast. Oh, we'll cut what that. A saint. What a saint. We'll cut that. No, you're not cutting shit. No, the last name part. We can't, we can't have it out there. Definitely going to be cut. Mm. So, yeah, he's well, the saint. Right, hopefully, hopefully, we'll have a nice little blah, 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 and then have a little uh, cushion to you to explain something right now. Go. Yeah, no, he's the saint. But moving on to the question, we will not get into – who we think 2020 is the year of yet, but I will say I do not think it's the year of Justin Thomas. Okay. So I, mean, I have someone I, in mind, but it's only for when we get Well, I know that, that's teeth. easy. That's, I, okay, I hear what you're saying. I know it's easy to say, like, okay, 2020, who's going to be better for the whole year? The field of Justin Thomas, go. It's easy to not say Justin Thomas, but, I mean, what type of – this is me to you, Zach. What type of front runner we think – uh, in terms of world golf ranking, Justin Thomas will finish at top five, top ten in the world. Yeah, what do you top think? five. Top five. Well, I think yeah. so too. So, but you're you're saying this isn't going to be a big year for JT then? No, I I, he might not even do well, but it's going to be his year. <laughs> Interesting. No, I know what I know what you mean. I don't like it, but it makes sense, and we should unpack it. But I get it. I get yeah. it. I get it. I get it. Nolan, what do you got? Well, he's currently the player of the year, whether you like it or not. He's the only one who's won. So that's a that's my. Well, no, he's hey, not. Whoa, whoa pump your brakes, Holmes. This you're you, Nolan. I appreciate your faith, but the calendar year, which is what we all used to revolve around when golf starts, when it comes to January. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, there, there's already been a lot of golf tournaments played. I'm talking I, about. I, I, no, 
this this start is condescending and it's not anymore. There's a ton of golf that's been played, dude, that like has already been counted towards stuff. And thus this leads me to uh, tell my friend Brant Brewer a shout out. Uh, I told you Denunzio's picks. I told you my machines picks. And I told you my picks. And you took my pick. And Brendan Todd barfed in bed this week. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. But don't listen to me when nobody else says one thing. Oh, yeah. I was literally trying to be the jerk off who's saying, well, the year 2020, no one's no one's won except for Justin Thomas. But, yes, the PGA Tour year, plenty of people have won. Um, but yeah, I don't think he's not my, he's not my pick for, uh, player of the year, which means if all three of us aren't picking him, it's probably him. Um, good point again, <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. I, I love the guy. He, I have said over and over again that he's one of the most exciting players to watch. He, Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. He comes with a lot of fire and, uh, he just he has that su- such an aggressive swing that reminds me of Tiger, and he's one of the guys I look forward to watching once Tiger decides to hang it up. I can dig that. And uh, before, like you said, we're not getting to twenty twenty predictions so much. We're just kind of encapsulating one question and the tournament winner right now. Zach, do you have any thoughts on those two things, real quick? Uh, yeah, I think he's like probably the most dominant all around player. He seems to be like top five in every single statistic, every single club. I've always Guy. said that though. That drives me bonkers about JT. And he's he's just like Duffner, just like Jason Day, just like Jimmy Walker. The the long list. I just think PJ he's just did it everything. To be the one and done. But I mean, it's just the one and one and one. Come on. <laughs> yeah. He's way better than that. He's it, it. It bugs the shit out of me that Greg Norman only has two majors. Things like that. It's like Justin Thomas. And granted, how old is he? Twenty five, twenty six. I mean, twenty six or seven. Twenty six. Yeah, I'm. I'm getting out of my shoes based off of that or whatever. I mean, the guy is supremely talented. And Justin Thomas probably right now is. Aside from Bubba Watson, who is very, uh, as we'd say, uh, system quarterback, uh, Justin Thomas is probably my favorite American golfer right now. He is. He really is. He, 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 from his, I, I love me some me. I mean, at the, at the Presidents Cup. I mean, come on, that's just that. I yell that shit when I play good too. I mean, that's just that's this good old wholesome bullshit. Yeah, that no, I agree. What well, what's our next uh are we moving on to the question or are we gonna discuss who we think will be taking well, I over say, in twenty? I would say real quick, uh before that, um we got the Sony Open coming up and this is like I I told you guys, I'll I'll cover this part. This was this is one of the first pieces I wrote for Zach back when we started our website back or when he started the website and I was just the uh Monday, Tuesday gambling guy. That's kinda like what I was trying to do with my, my pieces, but folks, the Sony open is a small venue. Uh, I, I think I, I might've picked like Matt Kuchar. Didn't he win it last year? And I picked him to like take at least the top three or something. I was hot on Woodland early in the year. I think but JT I mean, won it last year. Well, fuck my ass. for not uh, corresponding good enough, but uh, <laughs> needless to say in this tournament, I was just going to, no, I'm wrong. Cooper won it last year. You were right. I apologize. Yeah, because it was the one tournament I didn't pick Kuchar and I picked him in a lot of tournaments because that basking shark is my boy. So this year, I don't know who's playing the Sony Open. I don't have my machine open because I have Twitter questions about ready to go. So do you guys 
real quick and short, have anyone you want to, that you like? I'm going to tell you who I like. So the big news that we didn't reveal yet until now was that. Go for it. I know what you're going to say. Yes. From the back tees is sponsoring Reed Martin, who we've had on the podcast a couple of times, going to continue having He's the caddy for Mark Hubbard at Homeless Hubs, all-time Twitter handle. Only below can't guard Mike of the Saints. Everyone knows that. <laughs> That's a, that is a good one. The can't guard Mike is a good The best Twitter handle. The guy had it since like like a junior season of college. So we're on the hat of Reed Martin, but he's only going to have the hat ready for next week, not the Sony Open. So I think everyone needs to put like all their money on hubs to win this week because it, it would just be perfect that he goes out and wins this event. That would be the greatest ever. I mean, uh, we don't have, we haven't had hubs on the show yet, but we have had Reed and that's our inside scoop. I hear I've been listening to a lot of golf podcasts lately. I've been stretching out. I've been trying to, I, God, you guys, I know our podcast isn't good, folks, anyone who's listening or anyone who's just listening right now, but I've listened to all the other golf podcasts, and Jesus, there's, we are in a field of crap. We're just trying to do our best to just be something. Uh, we're not trying to be the best or anything, but my God, I've listened to so we many golf podcasts We are trying to be the best, lately. Jerry. Why does... God, Zach, this was why, the worst I'm, endorsement of all time. We are Zach, trying to no, be the hold best. No, hold on, hold on. No, hold on. I'm not saying... Okay, I see what you're saying. <laughs> what? Look, this is just me, but I've been trying to. I've been asking people, what are other podcasts to listen to, and they give me give me suggestions. They just suck. Everything sucks. We just. I don't want us to suck. I have I have some like issues with the odds. Well, first we'll go about the favorite is JT six to one, and then yes. Well, I got I put my machine at nine to two, but it, it, tomato potato. Reed and Webb Simpson are both thirteen to one. So, like, I'm cool with that. But this is the craziest part. Smiley Kaufman is in the field, and he is 501 to 1 odds to win. Well, there's what? two people who are 1,500 to 1. How no, is anyone three times less likely to win an event than Smiley Kaufman? <laughs> I love Smiley Kaufman, but he should be dead last in odds every single week. Vegas is trying to make up for that, the gaffe of the uh, Viking Saints game that happened. I mean, I swear to God, that's, 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 that's inappropriate on the sharpest level. Are you kidding me? That's ridiculous. Smiley should be like 50,000 to one. And even then probably. Or at least last. Yeah, last. At least in the, in the caboose. I mean, come on. Yeah. No. Like, <laughs> oh, uh, who is it? Toru Nakajima. I guarantee you he has a better chance to win than Smiley Coffee. <laughs> You heard here, folks. Nakajima uh, has a better chance than Ken, than uh, who was it? Smiley Kaufman. That was brought to you by Doctor Peepers. Doctor Peepers, the soda pop when you're enjoying stalking somebody. Walk of the century. I'll take Toru. If anyone wants it, I will take Toru Fujikima over Smiley Kaufman this week, guaranteed. That I, you know what? That sounds like a fair wash. I'm down for that. Mark it down. I'll, I'll take you on to this, Zach. No, let's. I tell you what. You know what I want to do, Zach? Uh, it might not be a golf product, but it's in terms of like people talk about like making bets when it comes to golf or like making bets. You know, it's easy to do it with dollars. It's very easy. But we haven't met or we're not in person, or whatever. I want to make something that's like a uh, an official like golf betting ticket, and that thing can be used for like a round of drinks or whatever. But it's like yeah, yes. it's like, a, like just like raffle tickets, but it's just like hey, I bet you. 
Hey, KP, right now. No, each bet is a, each bet is a drink when we all meet up in Bandon. Mark it down. Oh yeah, you mark it down because you just named a no namer to do this. I'm in. I'm in. Toru, You're Toru in. Fujikima. Toru Nakajima. Didn't even know the name. Doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you just butchered it. That was smashing, Basil. They're also both going to miss the cut. So let's just clarify: whoever shoots slightly better, like one's going to be plus twenty, one's going to be plus twenty-one. In That's all totally fairness, fair. Smiley Kaufman is Smiley Kaufman's a no-name too, unless he. <laughs> No, he's um, no, Nolan's. Nolan's right. It's it's as much as we love Smiley and we want to be nostalgic. I don't think it's gonna work. It just it's he, either he's still injured or he's uh, uninjured and he can't figure out his shit. I don't. I don't know. It's crazy that this dude won a million dollars in a golf tournament and now cannot come better than dead with us. Well, to be fair, Zach, as a guy who uh, 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 an American golf nerd who has been nerdy enough. I've always known that uh, golf is the ultimate uh, payday, no matter no matter where you are on the money list. So, I mean, I, I'm pissed that Smiley Kaufman isn't doing better, so he isn't a more prominent member of the Brat Pack. And now, now, and now, whatever is con, whatever disease Smiley's gotten, it's contagioned Jordan Spieth, and now his carcass is rolling around the golf course. So, as we move on, why don't we move into the Twitter questions? I got them right in front of me, you Zach. Want, you got them right in front of me. You didn't want my picks? Well, I'm offended you don't want my picks. We no, do I'm want sorry. I, I just, I just literally, if the people check the tape, I said, Nolan, what do you got? <laughs> um, give me – I got a lot of, a lot of lower-tier guys. I have four that I want to highlight because I just feel like it, we're in Hawaii. It's going to be one of these, one of these randos that uh, – you don't even think about it's going to be Sam Burns, a dude who uh, actually has, you know, <laughs> what was that? No, Sam, was that, Sam Burns, he played around with Tiger, didn't he, early in the year last year? That's yeah. precisely why I'm picking him. Um, <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! And he did, like, incredibly <laughs> well. You said I'm also going with different. another guy. I'm going with another guy who – Played around with Tiger in the uh, WGC match play. Aaron Wise out of the University of Oregon. Um, I just feel like it's going to be one of those guys or like uh, Abraham Answer. I mean, the dude's that dude's pretty dang good. So that's Abraham Answer. I feel like is going to be a top five player in the world. Well, didn't Kip Henley say he went to a club somewhere where John Rahm was a prominent like presence or whatever. And everyone there was buzzing about this guy, buzzing about this guy. And then all of a sudden when they saw this guy, it was answer, not Rahm. I mean, Abraham answer is the Terminator from Mexican. Oh, we got it. Zach, that's scary. Oh, Zach. Oh Oh, yeah. Oh, that's very scary. I like answer and that's very scary. (laughs) Yep. So those those are kind of my picks. Um, Don't you have four guys? Some... <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Last guy, pa- Patrick Rogers. I like that guy. Oh wow! Wait, he was doing also. He was doing really well for a period. Yeah, of time I like I like finding off. pennies on the ground too. What the Nolan? You like Patrick Rogers? I love just... Patrick Rogers. He's well, gonna... if there's ever a year to love Patrick Rogers, it might be the year he hasn't done shit 
as of the other years before, so why not now? Patrick Rogers? I can almost guarantee one of those four are going to win. Oh, wait. Well, oh. okay, Nolan, let's have a personal bet right now. I know it's hard, kind of hard to wager. <laughs> you say Patrick Rogers is going to win a PJ Tour event this year, and we're going to call it calendar year. Let's just call it 2020. No, I like I like his odds in this tournament more than I like his odds throughout the entire year. Oh, sorry, sorry, I, I, I sorry, I, I, I saw, I saw, I saw a fawn and I wanted to pounce. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's now or it's this tournament where he's never gonna win one. I apologize, game. dog. I didn't mean to come at you like that. I was just like, oh, you think you like Patrick Rogers? He's not gonna win anything. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I apologize. So, with that being said, let's move off this tournament and let's get to our Twitter questions. I'm looking at some right now. Zach, I'm sure you can have one chambered real quick. I see one right now from my friend Casey. He says, why is Jared Lou a dick? Zach, what do you got? <laughs> I, you know, it's just the old bandit personality that you get down there. Hard <laughs> nose. The what? It's what you get. Off- <laughs> Lots of walking on the course. Just that's like saying, "Oh, they sound like an Oregonian." That doesn't mean shit. I yeah, mean, no, that's the correct for our answer. International viewers, or even our national viewers, Oregon is a backwoods state. But I mean, there's no accent or no nothing here. It's just people. <laughs> well, it is what it is. <laughs> I really think it was just a typo. I think he meant to write dork. Oh well. That was a double typo. So, thank you, my buddy Casey. He's already gotten a shout out on the show before, but he doesn't know how to work the internet. So, let's move on to the next one. Um, Zach, do you want me to read them? Or I, I could read one. I'm going to read this you one go, because I'm going to give ahead. a little backstory to my answer on it. So, yesterday, start of the second semester at my college, we're taking a interviewing class. One of the questions we learned in interviewing: never ask yes or no questions. Because then, cause then you're just like, they could just answer yes or no. Very boring. So this leads to the question, Wales Golf Math asks, could the PGA Tour just consist of the 18th at Kapalua and play that hole all year long? Yes. <laughs> That'll teach him. Oh, man. If we want to get back to the 18th at Kapalua, can we – there wasn't a single guy like in that tournament who didn't choke away the the lead on yeah. the tournament of champions. Are you tournament of champions and it's more like the tournament of chokers? Are you kidding me? Let's, Come on. Oh, hot take. That's true. Xander, Xander blew it. Xander blew it. J2 blew it like twice but somehow still won. Patrick Reed blew it even after giving getting like a second life. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, one of our questions based off Xander, who wins a major first, Ricky or Xander? That's by Patty B 17 That's a good one. Also goes under the name Fatrick B. I like that. Yeah, I get it right, man. Well, yeah, you know. I'm going to go with Xander. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you going first? I mean, I was waiting for Nolan to say something because uh, I wanted to see the non the Tiger guy pick somebody not cat. <laughs> so what? Not cat-like? Well, Xander is Tiger Woods 2.0. We've already discussed that before, I think. 
the well, a wee bit. <laughs> um, but I still like uh, my boy Rick Flower. Um, he's gonna break through, man. And Xander's been close too, but Rick's Rick's put his time in more. So, so I'll just go with Ricky. It is crazy uh, that he hasn't won it. Zach, I'm gonna defer to you before I give my answer. I went with Xander. I think uh, he's just been playing too well. He always seems to be at the top of the leaderboard. I feel like it's going to fall his way. I feel like there is a lot of luck to winning the major, as much as people say there's a clutchness to it. You might disagree, Jerry. It seems like it by that look. But I think you just got to put yourself in position and hope the chips fall where they may. Well, if it comes to... If we may, in like a quasi-artistic sense, we're we're meeting two golfers right now where one is has an ascension and one has a descension. And both of them can meet their first major ever at the most perfect and appropriate times in their career, if you think about it. Because here you have Ricky Fowler, who's been a stalwart. He's been fine. He's had like a 10-year-plus career, you know, went to a good golf college at NCAA, just the, the, the darling of American golf who isn't Tiger Woods or Woods. And then you have Xander Shoffley, who is the up-and-coming bulldog who can't be stopped, and the second he is stopped, you turn your back, and then he charges forward. I think the Fowler, just strictly the Fowler v. Shoffley major this year I know I keep picking Fowler to have his first major ever or whatever but this is god this is really this is really too close to call I, I really wish I really I hold on I really wish I had a bet where I said neither of them win a major this year is there I can can I plus can I can I take an out and say neither win a major this year is there like uh, take it like a like a twenty to one something? Twenty to one on neither. It's probably like like one. To I, one. I'm fishing. Like less than <laughs> one to one. <laughs> oh yeah. No. Well, will we start somewhere? No, seriously. I mean, <laughs> if I were to okay, look, let me put it this way: if I were to pin it down to one or two guys, Fowler. No, no, it's not his year. Shoffley, not yet. I, don't, I honestly don't think either one of those guys won a major this year. So, so sorry, who, sorry, who whoever asked on Twitter, if you put a gun to my head. Let's I, let's rephrase it then, Jerry. Who's going to win one first? Shoffley. There you have it. I, I, I'll, 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 you know what? That was, sure. that was literally the question. <laughs> the question was, who wins a major first? <laughs> No, I thought it was this year. No. Oh no, 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 no! Start. Listen, everybody. I, I Ricky has a long career of not winning majors, so I was. I'm sorry. I was taking the question as who wins a major next in there this year. No, this year. Sorry, that's why it took so long to respond. What? Fuck you guys! Come on. Okay, I'm gonna give you the next one. This one's like I feel like Jerry could have the best. Come on. I feel like Jerry will, will have the best answer on this. I don't know very much about this. It's by undefeated champion of Twitter. With the current trend in course design being more like Bandon and less like Augusta, what are the chances we see this reflected on tour stops? <clears throat> that is 
I, I swear to God, this person probably doesn't listen to this podcast, so I don't know. Should what we ask Jeff Shackelford? That seems like it's more down his alley. Yeah, sure. We're not really course design this, people. Nolan, would this, guy, course design would, this guy, would this guy just ask was, hey, can Jerry Lou describe the nature of crayon design between uh, black crayons and white crayons? I mean, he just asked, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, he just asked, like, the difference be, like, like between Bannon Dunes and Augusta and, like, what tour stops are going to do. That's such a multifaceted question that there aren't any fuses at the end of it that I can't answer. I mean, you guys heard that right, right? I mean, I, I read that before you asked it to me just now, and I, I, I do you guys have an answer? Pretend you're me. I'm Jeff Shackleford. The guy could get his moment now. Well, does it make sense to you? I would just Look, say the only the only thing we know is that the PGA Tour is making longer courses. That's uh, that's the yeah. trend. So I, I don't know. I don't know. If okay, trend and I would. It. And if if uh, fake Alistair McKenzie, undefeated golf tweeter of GCA, has anything to hear about this. I would say between the private wooded glens that are Augusta and the public windswept dunes that are banded, all of golf is in between. What's the next question? Okay, the next question is, what's your opinion? We're going to go through every question. We're not skipping yeah. any. Oh, yes. No, no. We have got a lot. Drill through them. Go. What's your opinion on foreplay podcast? The Barstool guys. Jerry? Nolan? Nolan, you first. I don't listen to them. Next question. Oh, see, now hold on. I don't listen to them either. But, Nolan, what do you, do you, what do you know about them? Talk to me. Talk um, to me about what they, do you know about foreplay? They are, <laughs> you know, they are slightly more successful than us. That's Fair. what I know. <laughs> Well, that's, uh, that's, that's a glorious answer. I appreciate that. Um, as I was talking to somebody on Twitter earlier today, Barstool Sports on the whole is glorious. It's magnificent. It is the epitome of what we all want to do for sports media. And f- folks, and I'm going to say most, most of our listeners are guys. Look, we're, n- we're not going to be racist or sexist or anything like that, but we're going to skew to what we skew. Most of our listeners are guys. And wouldn't you want to make a podcast or a website about what you guys are into? Yeah, that's they just did it first and best. And Barstool is great. And Barstool Sports is, I've seen it across the country. I've seen it East Coast, West Coast. I've seen posters, banners, beautiful stuff. And then uh, before Zach gives his insight, uh, the foreplay guys, their golf section should be unemployed. <laughs> I will give my opinion. So I know a lot of people hate on them, for sure. I could sort of see where the old school golf media is coming from in that they're like fanboying over everyone. But at the same time, I do completely agree with the Barstool guys in that who cares? Like if people want to listen to them, which I for one, I do like listening to them. Why does anyone care whether they fanboy over Tiger Woods or not? That is like real people like when i covered the event i was fanboying over tiger woods why should i not show that on our website to the people reading 
the people reading don't want the person writing to be like, oh, I'm so above everyone. I don't fanboy over Tiger Woods. And like, so for sure I get like, like Jerry, I think you, I don't think you have a problem with like the thought, the thought of their golf podcast. I think more you just don't like the personalities as much for their opinion. I don't like, I don't like, see, that's the thing. And we've made these mistakes before in our podcast. I don't like somebody saying a certain stark statement that makes me go, what you've never heard of uh, a, a, the chipper before, or just like, but you're not against their style. You're just you just don't like the personalities. One guy in the foreplay podcast, I think it's Frankie. He essentially one day figured out that the temple of our skulls is sensitive, and he said, "Well, why don't we walk around with helmets all day?" Jerry's been mentioning this to me, Nolan, for like a good a good six months. <laughs> Six months, doggy. It's been a lot. I haven't mentioned to you in that long, but I mean, it's, it's just that's just that's just one of those things where if you were to come to me all of a sudden after you've been driving a car a lot and you said, "Oh my God, I didn't realize when two cars hit, this is what happens." It's like, yeah, that's what happens when two cars hit. I mean, what? Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. All in all. Oh man. All in all, I like what they're doing. I think it's funny. I think. People take themselves too seriously. As no, they, you guys know, we're, we, we also try and give a funny angle on things. Don't take ourselves too seriously with the PGA Tour. Oh, sure. no. Look, Zach, we, don't, we sincerely don't have to worry about that. I mean, we not saying we're, we're sitting on the doorstep of them and we just have to deal with the remnants or whatever. It's, I, I like to rail against them about a certain few things, but in the end it's like, Oh no, what they're doing for sports media and just media in general is good. It's, it's totally fine. And really in this day and age, you can't just subscribe to one podcast or one podcast channel. And that's it. Take it from the guy who listens to 25 hours of podcasts a week. And I just went through the Christmas season where everybody took a fucking break. I hate you all so much. Next question. Uh, yeah. This one, pre-stated with oddball question: Why do tour? Why do pro tours have Monday qualifiers at many of their events? Is it just tradition, or is there a fundamental reason? Why not just open those spots for players further down the tour's priority list? Nolan, I have some insight, but you go first if you have any. I would say I love the Monday qualifiers. Um, they can give uh, you know a lot, a lot of nobodies some chances, and actually they can give a lot of somebodies some chances too. Some, um, I think a lot of like NCAA golfers will try to Monday qualify or something like that. Peter, and quit. you know what? If you're at the bottom of the PGA, yeah, shout out Peter. And if you're at the bottom of the PGA Tour list, then yeah, whatever. <laughs> Well, the parody of take. the league is the parody of the uh, tour has gotten so, I mean, broad in terms of. Uh, oh my God! Finally, is that is that at Nolan's house? Is the cops going by Nolan's house? No, or is that <laughs> no, uh, no? My place, window closed, but you know, another cops? murder. We, you know what? We need to we need to come up with like a sponsor. We don't have to ask your cops in your local neighborhood, but like anytime that goes off, it's like, oh my god, that's brought to you by Crush Grape Soda. <laughs> Crush Grape Soda. Every time the molesters come out in Montreal, we'll get you. 
sponsored by the Toronto Police Department. That too. <laughs> Sorry, what were we talking about, guys? The cops always throw me off. Monday qualifiers. So, I mean, Nolan, he did he say anything beyond that? The um, Zach, did he say anything beyond that? I don't. I think he was just asking what the history behind a money qualifier is. Um, oh, I apologize. I gave yeah. I'm sorry, Nolan. I thought, I thought a friend of yours was telling you all that stuff. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, my friend Zach, he's on the, he's on the podcast. Yeah, right he, he's, on, he's on the other frame over there. Zach, what do you know, Zach? So yes. Zach. Jerry, do you know, is it just tradition or is there a fundamental reason why there's a Monday qualifier? I can't think of anything that's in terms of the words fundamental and tradition that I know. But I do know that that is when a lot of uh, golfers who don't make the cut, like you're not Charles Howell the thirds, make their hay because you could play Thursday, Friday, not make the not make the cut. But if you tee it up in one of the qualifiers, you make like twenty five hundred bucks or five thousand bucks for teeing it up, and that's just like you know everyone gets paid. That just that your caddy gets paid. I mean. In terms of tradition or anything, I have no clue. So, that, I saw that question. I I was hoping you guys had a better insight, but I don't have any. Well, yeah. What's the next one? Next question. This is – oh, no, not second to last question. The penultimate question. Good. Good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so, it's by Hemlock. He said, I'm not sure the greatest of all time. Jack, Tiger, Hogan, etc. would have been – as successful had there been a large number of very young competition. I love seeing the youth stepping up without fear. Thoughts? Nolan, I have a very solid thought on this, so I'll let you go first if you'd like, but I can go. Go, go ahead, Jerry. I think we may have lost Nolan for a moment. Okay. So th- there, there have been a shit ton of golf greats, and – the only one who's seen every decade, every generation, or every uh, like uh, wave of player, say for Hogan and earlier than that, is Jack Nicholas. I mean, oh, I just got a text from Nolan saying we've cut out. Anyways, I'll keep I'll keep going. This is good live content. <clears throat> uh, Zach, get him back in there. Yeah, no, no, we will, we will. Go I'll, on. I'll finish the question though. That being said, Jack was really good at, like, outlasting certain eras, so to speak. I mean, he came in at the end of well, – he was a college kid at the end of, uh, like – well, not at the end of, in the middle of Palmer's streak. And that's, like, what really hurt Palmer's nation, uh, Arnie's army, things like that. And needless to say, um, Tom Watson challenged Jack Nicklaus, like, so much that you would think Tom Watson is the guy – to be challenged by, I mean, this is like a one-on-one. And then, and then you have Lee freaking Trevino, who Lee Trevino was a superior ball striker of the, uh, like, most pinnacle, no, like, that's a golf brand, the utmost, like, apex of a degree. And the only thing that Jack had that nobody else had. And you could say Tiger had this. And I know the question was geared towards young guns. And the thing is, there were never young guns until right now. There's never, and that's why it's so hard to pick golf tournaments 
right now because everyone from Fratelli to Hubbard, you, you, who the hell knows who's going to the next tournament? And meanwhile, on the extreme, extreme flip side, you have Jack Nicholas, who was the only one who fended off multiple generations or multiple different waves of golfers. And by that, I mean Palmer, Trevino, and Watson. So You don't think Tiger's done that, Jerry? It's it Tiger Tiger okay Tiger's stretch was from 2000 to 09 and the only person say for VJ Singh who really carved in that big time was Phil Mickelson but the thing was while you were in and out of coverage here was the these guys just like nobody had a perfect coincidental rivalry or like time frame so to speak okay Right, Zach. I mean, was right. that was that kind of? I mean, that was a good answer. No, because I hey guys, I wish Ernie Els won every goddamn tournament he teed it up in, but he didn't. Especially two thousand when he took three second place finishes in majors to Tiger Woods. Just how the ball bounces, Zach. What's the next question? Yeah, well, well, as you know, the last question was the penultimate question. So do you know what that makes this question? Wait, wait, wait. Let me weigh in on this one real quick. Go ahead. So I would simply just counter by saying we used to have a bunch of old guns, and now it's just flipped on its head. There's a lot of young talent and not a lot of good old talent. Like when Tiger was playing, there are so many good guys in there than even late fees probably with a majority of good talent. Now we really don't have that anymore, and it's, you know, Fields are deeper, but I'm not sure the talent is any better. He's right. No, no, Nolan is right. I've said it time and time again. You take the top 500 golfers in the world right now, put them on an airplane, and crash them into a mountain. The next top 500 golfers will fulfill those spots and shoot the same scores 100%. That's just the way they're. Golf is teeming with so much good talent right now. It's so hard to pick the next person. That's the hard part. You guys nailed it. I mean, that's why we didn't nail it with our picks last year. I mean, there's just so many young guns where it's if it's not a Tiger or not a quintessential. I mean, nobody's even matching up uh, vis-a-vis like who suits well at a course or whatever. I mean, Zach. Is there any is there any picks of these majors who like suit well in any of these courses or anything? I mean, come on. Well, anyone could win anywhere now. So yeah, but oh, okay, <laughs> that was no, my take. I you're gonna throw a name at the end of it, like so anywhere can win anywhere now. So Zach Johnson's the man. <laughs> yeah, his year. I told you there was a teaser for the end where we're giving who we think is gonna have the best year of 2020. Okay, well you know what? Fair is fair. I Final have, question though. Do we have any other Twitter questions? I mean, this is it. Yeah, this is by Robbie Baseball. Two-part question. Since we're running out of time a little bit, I'm going to answer as I go my part. So it's two-part question. One, best drink to have on the course. I'm going so far off the rail because I just go with my favorite drink, Jaeger bombs. Just have Jaeger bombs on the course. Who cares? Best drink. I will try one. No one has an answer because it's such a fucked up answer that it's like... Uh, I'm going to do it and hate it and then do it and just tell you about it. 
<laughs> okay. At what point in the round do you start enjoying said drink? It depends. It depends what level of like drunk you want to get. You know, you want to get real messed up. You can start taking Jaeger bombs at whole like four. He's still on the Jaeger bombs. <laughs> well, that was my choice. It was said drink. His answer. Yeah, he, went with, he went with beer or a Caesar, and he said. Right wait, 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 wait. By, which, by the way, I gotta ask. He said, for a drink of choice, first answer, he said beer slash Caesar. What the fuck's a Caesar? It's like, uh... It's a salad. No, do you <laughs> not know what this, a drink is? A Caesar? No, no, okay. Hey, uh... Ooh, maybe it's a Canadian world. thing. It must be a Canadian thing. So it's like, uh, tomato juice with uh, okay, you guys keep talking. I mean, because I don't like them, but they're very popular yeah. here. Is that oh, Bloody Zach. Mary? Zach, ask yes. Me the... Oh, yes, so... it's basically a Bloody Mary. I might I be completely wrong. So, so ask me the same question again. What do you say? It was what was the drink, or what, what and what hole you have it on? Okay, first let me tell you the ingredients for Caesar. Then I'll tell you. A Caesar oh. contains vodka, a Caesar mix, hot sauce, and Worcestershire sauce. Yeah, that's a Bloody Mary. Yeah. Okay. It was. That's a bad Bloody Mary, yeah. What's your drink of choice for the course, and at what point do you start drinking it? Okay, so, uh, Nolan, I I love you, but uh, I take you as a non alcoholic man, so I'll get my answer out of the way. I like beer on the course because it takes longer to drink, but if you give me a. Usually I get a double Tito's and Red Bull because. You know, within 25 minutes, I'll be gone, and I golf a lot better after that. So, uh, um, yeah, Nolan, what you got? Well, as you guys know, I I, I do not partake, but um, uh, you know, I enjoy myself a a nice ice down Arnold Palmer, baby. That's actually the best drink to have on a golf course. When in Vegas. When I think I drink Arnold Palmer's like 75% of the time I'm on the course and there's drinks available. Well, Zach, what's your answer? My answer was Jägerbombs, but if I had to give a real answer... Still? Still Jägerbombs? Yeah, but it would be Arnold Palmer because I'm actually not a big... Like, I wouldn't drink on the course. It might be a weird take. I drink for the sole purpose of, like, getting drunk. Social. <laughs> no, it's a social thing. Straight no, up. not even. Like, I wouldn't drink oh, one beer at dinner. Worse than that? No, like, yeah, like, if, if we're, like, out and I know, like, people aren't getting drunk, and no, no drinking. Like, I won't have one beer at dinner ever. Oh, I love you. You're such a weirdo. I love it's it. Either, like, <laughs> 10 Jaeger bombs or nothing. <laughs> also, mom and dad, I hope you're not listening. Board. Listen, guys, we've, we've hit our time limit today. Do we have any of the Twitter questions or any other plugs? I mean, it's been a great... Oh. First podcast we year, right? For who who's gonna have the best year in 2020? Oh yeah, that's right. The 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 this is gonna be the, the title of the episode. The ultimate question. This is gonna be the title of the episode. So keep that in mind during answer. 2020 is the year of. Fuck. What? Sorry. <laughs> I will. Should I go first, Nolan, or would you like to do the honors? <clears throat> Hopefully, what I do you thought will? long. I thought long and very hard about this. Tiger Woods. It's the year of Tiger Woods, baby. Let's Again. go. 
back-to-back years of Tiger Woods. Yeah. Do you need an explanation? What's your prediction for him this year? He's going to win one major. I That can be uh, disclosed at a later date. I like that. Um, but <laughs> I'm a little... Are, are we counting the Zozo as a win already? Because that's one yes, win already. Yes, yes, and I would... yes, 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 yes. Legally, yes, that is a win. Everybody, <laughs> fuck off. Legally, it's a win. Don't come at us. But Let yes, go! come at us. You can follow us at fromthebacktees.com. <laughs> so, um, back from our sponsor. Um, but it's, it's 2020. <laughs> 2020 is the year of. Tiger did not win in 2020. He's going to win a major and two additional tournaments to couple with his Zozo. So that's four victories. Let's go. And do you have an Olympic berth? That, are you kidding me, Zach? Yes. Yes, Jesus. he's going to be in the Olympics. And he's going to win the Olympics too. And he's going to win the Ryder Cup. And he's going to kick Europe to the curb. Let's go. Canada's winning the Olympics. Canada's not in the Ryder Cup, Nolan. Sit down, sit down. <laughs> sit down. Okay. This is the biggest rock <laughs> of a pick. I'll tell you, 2020 is the year of Bryson DeChambeau. No! I'm cool with that. Oh, what do you say? No, Nolan. What's, I, what you, I wrote no, an article yesterday. No. Hold on. No, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Nolan, shut. Hold, whoa, 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 whoa. Zach, go ahead. Bryson? <laughs> ah! 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 No, ah! Nolan, you get your chance. So, Bryson, first of all, he's posting these epic Instagram posts. This guy's just getting swole. Yesterday, I saw people going crazy that he was uh, on his Twitch stream playing Fortnite, just casually talking about hitting 400-yard drives. Wrote an article about it. I went to watch his Twitch I went to watch his Twitch stream. So, besides the fact that he said he's going to hit 400-yard drives, not like saying it like, the media was going to hear. It was just like a casual while I'm hitting 400 yard drives. I have these secret or special wedges. I listened to his stream for one minute. He answered every single question fans asked him. Someone asked him if he was getting his green jacket ready. And he said he was getting a custom one because he's too big now. (laughs) The dude is just on a heater. I don't care if he wins zero events. This is his year was on the same heater last year but he had three tournaments already in his pocket. Nolan, what do you got? Dejambeau has like had the career of Jordan Spieth except like shrunken down really small. It's like he got really, really good and then now he's bad again. You're just like, a hater. Then? Just a <laughs> hater of of greatness. Well, well, time will tell. So, uh, listen, fellas, this has been a great podcast. It was uh, really nice laying some nails down for our year. We have a big year in store for us. I mean, God, Tucker, Tucker Booth, one of our top dogs has the Bob Harrig interview. Yes, sir. Shout out Bob. ESPN guys, Zach, tell us what Tucker's about to drop for us. Yeah. Tucker, he interviewed Bob Harrig. They discussed the Sony open. They discussed uh, the tournament of champions. So that's going to be dropping Thursday at midnight, we're going to be aiming for this one that we're recording now. We're recording it Tuesday night, and it's going to be up Tuesday at like midnight. Oh, cr- it's it's Tuesday. Oh shit. Yeah. No, I know how time flies. Shout out, Bob. If you ever need an intern, I'm I'm available. 
Yeah. No one's been shouting out Bob for so long. Shout out Bob for Nolan! I hope Tucker asked him on your behalf. Yeah, we'll see. We, but we, we will make it happen. We will make it happen. Indeed. All right. So, so like I said, uh, I mean, is there anything else you guys want to plug? Anything you guys want to plug? I got nothing on my notes here. Any other Twitter questions? Mm. I I, uh, I dropped a sticker into my dispensary, and they said we'll uh, – Make it, uh, we'll make it up on the board. So, we natural high dispensary in Coquille, Oregon. You'll see our logo. Shout out, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, no, uh, we'll be back. I figure we'll do the pod next week, Wednesday. Well, Wednesday is kind of arbitrary to everybody else. We, uh, we'll, we'll do our best to like, you know, still keep it up weekly or whatever. To be fair, this is just three dudes hanging out right now, and we don't know how to end this conversation. So, all right, I'm give your shout some... out, Jerry. Oh wait, well I do. Wait, where I do have a shout out? I wrote it down it's somewhere. A big moment. Say say your goodbyes, Nolan, before he cuts you off. That was. There's some cut off. Oh, there's some cut off. Oh, I got I got it right now. My my shout out is uh to. Phil Hunter and uh, Will Kramer at Earth Curves and uh, Phil ATC on Twitter. Those guys are the best. That was the – you need a clap. You need to yell shout out. You did it all wrong, Jerry. This is not good. We are not ending this until you do it right. This will all be in the show. See, he's right. He's right, folks. To Phil and Will, shout out. Thank you for listening to From the Back Tees. We hope you enjoyed today's show. For more information and updates, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at From the Back Tees. I'm going to enjoy it for the rest of my life. See you next week. Be the ball, man.